Good morning to you and yours, and welcome to another episode of the Cafe Tato Podcast. A podcast for me to bring to you the top news stories of the weeks of the week, and to just hang out with you, chat about whatever's going on in the world, or in your mind, or in my mind, and share this beautiful journey of life together. Without further ado, let's jump right in to the news. In a recent report from John Durham, who was hired by Trump to investigate the Russian probe investigation into him, evidence would suggest, according to the Durham report, that at least some of the claims of Trusha Rum Trusha. I actually like that term. That was an accident, but we're going to keep with it. Trusha. The Trump-Russia collusion was actually fabricated lies by individuals who were hired by the Hillary Clinton campaign. In addition, Trump has some explaining to do, as the National Archives acknowledged to the Department of Defense that they found classified documents at Mar-a-Lago, which is a hotel that Trump owns, that Trump had kept there classified documents from the National Archives, as well as having torn up records that he was warned specifically not to do. In addition to that, a federal judge says that Trump will indeed have to sit and face trial regarding civil lawsuits against him about the January 6th insurrection, as he believes, the judge believes, that Donald Trump could be culpable. Especially, all of this does not look good for Trump. Especially considering his own accounting firm came out this last week disavowing him, saying that <clears throat> any records that they had of his over the last 10 years could not be trusted due to evidence that had come to light from an investigation into Donald Trump. I'm not sure his presidency run next time will go so great with all of this coming under fire. Speaking of Russia, Russia is going to invade Ukraine. That's at least my personal opinion, as well as the opinion of the United States President Biden. I'm convinced that Putin has no real interest in diplomacy of any sort, and was simply stringing us all along while he was taking time to get his troops into place. In case you were unaware of this, President Vladimir Putin from Russia has put almost 200,000 troops, military vehicles, military personnel, so that could be you know, simple field hospital employees and such, along the border of Ukraine and Russia. In a fucking massive increase in numbers, were days after Vladimir Putin said that he would be pulling troops back from Ukraine, that he had no interest in taking Ukraine. 
a war with Russia. While I'm certain Russia, even though it is allied with China at this time, would not stand a chance. Would mean a lot of things for us as citizens here in the United States. Um, I, for one, am too old to go to the draft, unfortunately. Or fortunately, whatever the case may be. But, obviously, if things get bad enough, as the Boris Johnson from the UK has said that Russia is gearing up for a war, the size and savagery, the depth of which has not been seen since 1945, we could be facing a draft. But simple little things that Russia does could also interfere with our daily life here. As Russia, previously mentioned in my last podcast, supplies 65 plus percentage of the world's ammonium nitrate, which is a key ingredient in fertilizer used around the world for everything. They also produce 40% of the European Union's natural gas reserves, a third of the world's palladium, which is used in catalytic converters, and much, much more. So, Russia cutting all of that off from the rest of the world would be absolutely devastating news. Something certainly none of us want. In other international news, in Canada, in case you were completely unaware, there have been lots of protests and rallies uh, regarding vaccination and masking mandates. Several uh, protests have been broken up with police force and arrests have been made, blockades broken up. I want two things to come to your mind when you think about this, though. The two key notable things, I think, even though the police have come to break up blockades and raided so-called rallies and such, to the best of my knowledge, no serious injuries on either side have been had and no deaths have been reported. Most protesters choose to simply get up and walk away and drive their own vehicles home. In fact, I think as I mentioned during my last episode, the court ordered cease and desist for these protests was in place for 36 hours before police did anything. When asked why, it was because they knew that many of the protesters had children there and they did not wish for anyone to get hurt, so they gave them opportunity and time to leave. A stark contrast to how things like this tend to go in the United States. Another thing that Canada seems to do much better than the, the United States is, even though these protests are happening, Canada has a 90% vaccination rate. Compared to the U.S. abysmal 65%. Canada even has less than half 
of the cases the United States has. And this is when looking at cases per million. The one thing that the U.S. is doing better than Canada on when it comes to this pandemic is that the U.S.'s death toll is 26% or 26 times higher than that of the Canada than that of Canada. The main reasons I think Canada fares so much better than the U.S. in this is their decentralized and publicly funded healthcare, which means that anyone at any point in time can go into the hospital, go to the emergency room, go to the doctor for anything and be taken care of, regardless of socioeconomic status, race, whatever. So, when they're actually experiencing symptoms worth hospitalization, they get care faster and they get care that is equal to everybody. And Canada's very high vaccination rate. The fact that despite disagreeing with them, people by and large respected the mandates in place, many of which were also much slower to be relaxed over the ones in the U.S. Despite they actually do have vaccination passport sort of things going in, where you have to have proof of vaccination to get between certain different uh, provinces of Canada. So, in short, United States, get your shit together. I did. I did have one more standard, uh, story that I was going to share with you. But sitting here looking at the notes that I have for it, I find it. inappropriate to share. I'll simply say this. There are reasons why many people, such as myself, are turned off by the church. We are turned off by Christianity and Catholicism and most organized religion. One of the main reasons for me, situations, which I'll briefly say, like the story I was going to tell you, in which people in positions of authority within the church get away with some very abysmal things, I found guilty of those things by the church itself, and the church does not disavow them does not kick them out, but rather will continue to allow them to engage in their duties. Last thing, I'll say this before we go, before I end this show, a new segment I want to do every time, and I want to call it Potatoes uh, Proclamation of Positivity.
or PPP. People are fickle and relationships take work. Even the best of them. Don't let hardships in life or bumps in the road make you think that the end is near. Challenges and problems that we have to solve and, and conquer make us as individuals stronger in life. We learn from them, we become better. And when we engage in and overcome those challenges with another, with a person, a partner, it brings us closer together with that person. So, chin up. You'll be alright. Go forth and be glorious. Thank you for listening. Have yourself a marvelous day. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, please feel free to email me, thegreatpotatowarrior at gmail.com. Or if you have any news stories or questions for me, you may email me there as well. Thank you for listening again. I hope you have a magnificent day. Check out the YouTube at it's potato or at potato ray ray on YouTube or Twitter under the same pseudonym or TikTok under the same pseudonym. It's been marvelous, folks. Thanks for watching.